And we're back with another episode of the Commission Podcast. I'm Tony, your friendly neighborhood commissioner. And I'm Ricky Dave. And hello, football peoples. So, at the top of the show, we've got some notes from the week of another... What's it called again? News. Well, yeah, I mean, it's news. Of course, it's news. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but uh, the training camps. Wow, I just like totally blanked there. I'm trying to get all set up and forget this. But anyway, uh, so we've got Eliza Mitchell from the San Francisco 49ers who would have been the backup to Christian McCaffrey, which is, I mean, good, bad news, I guess, because Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell, when he's on the field, kind of brings Christian McCaffrey down. Uh, helps out a little bit. So he's got a, an abductor strain. He got that on Thursday, so that's the last surgery. We're recording this actually during the end of um, the Thursday night football game with the Texans and the Patriots. So uh, we go, we can go ahead and check the score, but y'all will find out after this it gets out anyway. So, yeah, you'll find out. No worries. Uh, so Eliza Mitchell, abductor strain Thursday, likely out 7 to 10 days. So it, it'll he'll have that... Uh, Nothing to worry about. This is during training camp. But if it's something that pops up again, hey, kind of helps um, uh, Christian McCaffrey. So, hey, good news for you. <laughs> I mean, not that we're praying that someone gets injured, but right. it's it's kind of a bit helpful. <laughs> Hit them harder next time. <laughs> it's training camp. Yeah. Don't pray for this. This Don't pray for these things that happen. Um, Alvin Kamara's suspension did come down, even though he was... I guess acquitted would be the term, or the charges were dropped, whatever it was, um, for his, was it assault, I guess? Um, but That's what I was going to ask, what it was for. But it, it, it's it, probably assault. Yeah, it, it, it was that assault. That's what, what, yeah, that's, what, that's what happens to these guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but he, 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 did, he did talk with uh, Roger Goodell in the NFL, and he was suspended three games. So uh, we all figured that it was going to be somewhere between two to six games. So he ended up with three, suspended three games. I've got him already in my rankings with three-game suspension. That shifted him a little bit. Um, Also, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Let's see. I think I've got that in there already. Mm -hmm. Under. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Expected to sign with the Saints. This will uh, affect Condre Miller. But no deal actually happened, and he was meeting with the Colts on Wednesday. That deal also didn't happen. Hmm. Um, so he's still a free agent. So he could go with the Colts. He could go with the Saints. And if he went with the Saints, that would affect Condre Miller. That could, that would also affect Alvin Kamara. So not going to affect any more rankings aside from the fact that Alvin Kamara with the Saints is going to be suspended three games. He's not going to be high up in the rankings regardless. He's not even in the top 20, which will be going over today. Yeah, he, he he's not even up there. So uh, don't worry about him. Just build build that into your uh, your own personal rankings. He's already going to have that built into the ADP. It's, it's already going to be dropping a little bit. He's not doing so well. His efficiency's gone down, and he's got Condre Miller in there. It's 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 going to end up being Condre Miller's job at, uh, eventually. So yeah, it, it 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 is it is what it is. Um, as far as the other Saints running backs. Because, uh, uh, of course, uh, Condre Miller is a rookie. The other Saints running back room is uh, Jamal Williams. That's right. Uh, Jamal Williams 
uh, he he's going to take the, the brunt of that work. I was expecting him to be the brunt of the work anyway. He was great in Detroit. He was the goal linebacker. He had 17 touchdowns. He's not going to have 17 touchdowns again. He's still going to be good. He's probably going to be a top 20 back. I've got him right now ranked at... Uh, I've got him ranked as 27... Uh, actually, 32, which is surprising. But that's how my numbers turned out. Um, so I, I think just because I have his his touchdowns going down much more than 17... <laughs> Because that, that's a ridiculous number to hit. Uh, he could do it if Alvin Kamara is that much more inefficient, but it's a tough number to get to. He, he didn't have that many yards, but he had all the touchdown work at the goal line. Uh, I think Condre Miller will definitely have uh, that opportunity to take the lead role if he can take it, pretty much. So uh, that's that's what's going on in New Orleans. Uh, more news coming out of training camp. Uh, Josh Jacobs still has not reported to camp, but he hasn't signed his franchise tag like we mentioned before. Because he hasn't signed his franchise tag, he's not going to get punished. He can't get punished because he's not technically part of the team. So he's not. he can't get punished for anything. He's not tenured, really. So he, he's got no contract with him. He can't get hurt. He can't get punished. Hmm. Yeah. And the only thing you could really get is what uh, Saquon Barkley got. Saquon Barkley got the ten point one million with another million in incentives to just get over eleven million. That's all he could do. And yeah, it's it's pretty crappy. Um, when the star running backs are just coming off the rookie deals, when they do so great on those rookie deals, get the wheels run off of them, and then they're just crap. Dang. Yeah, they're just crapped on. And everyone says, well, that's what the market is. The market says, and this is what they're getting, blah, blah. It's like, well, look at what the numbers do for you. <laughs> like, they, they, they really need to be restructured on, on on them being able to say, like, hey, it's now my third year in the league. I I have, you know, the second most yards earned on this team. You should pay me like it. They should be able to do that. But they, they won't have a chance to do it unless the NFL says that they're allowed to go back to the CBA and talk about just running backs or they wait for the next CBA, which isn't until, I want to say, 2030? Yeah. It's it's ridiculous because they just did one. Dang. Yeah. Oh, mm. Jesus. Which is just crazy. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, Jimmy G, uh, ha- still talking about the Raiders, Jimmy G has no restrictions in camp as of Wednesday, so he's good. He's been He's been okay. Uh, he looks good when he looks good, and he looks bad when he looks bad. That's that's kind of it is what it is. That's what it is with the middling quarterback. Um, he's not great. If you if you want to draft him, it, it's it's perfectly fine. He's not he's not going to be one of those top twenty guys as far as fantasy is concerned. As far as real football is concerned, he's going to be that middle tier guy. He, he'll 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 be perfectly fine. Um, I think he's had some bad some bad days at camp. Hopefully, that means that that's good for the Raiders defense. But I think they're also, at best, going to be a, a middling defense, too. Just because they were really, really bad last season. They they let... They were up on the Chiefs by 17 points. Maybe 20-plus points and lost. They were up on the Cardinals. 20-plus points and lost. They Yeah, they had terrible... That's bonkers. Like, it just blows my mind sometimes. Like, how are you that bad? Like, you make like average citizens look good like just give me a big fella in the regular world i'm sure he can be better than you that's that's what it that's what it feels like sometimes like, they get paid a lot they're there at the practice what are you doing like 
eating too much? Or, I don't, I don't uh, know. It's, it, at, defense blows my mind. At, at, at that point, it, it comes to coaching. It, it really does. And Josh, and Josh McDaniels failed in Denver as a head coach and then went back to uh, working as an OC under Belichick in New England. And then now he's trying to be a head coach again with the Raiders. Oh. And yeah, it's, it, it's not looking good. I forgot something. There was like a football thing, like another documentary that was coming out. But I think it was just set on like a specific team. Yeah, it's the Jets. So okay. it, yeah, it's 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 with the Jets on like uh, Paramount, right? Or, no, no, no. no. It's, it's it's on HBO. HBO. HBO yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just watched the first episode okay, you t- saw it? today or yesterday. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay. And it it makes it makes Aaron Rodgers look nice. <laughs> is he is he have a bad rep? Is he a bad guy? It, it, he's just kind of a smug a hole. That's that's about what it is. I can see that. Yeah. And oh, but it, it it makes him look like a nice guy. So it's like I. I I can't like him though, like I I I really can't. <laughs> I gotta stop watching this documentary. You Weird. just like add by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, I'm sold. I'll pick him. Like he's my guy. <laughs> well, with with my dad, since we're going to the Raiders games, it was it was okay. Well, which teams are you gonna watch? Which one are you gonna go watch with mom? Um. Okay. Well, which one do you want to go see? Well, I guess I can go watch the Jets because I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't mind cheering against Aaron Rodgers, so that's where we're going. We're gonna go watch the Jets. Nice. Uh, is that uh, in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Because we, we always go to to one of the Vegas games. One of the Vegas. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, they wouldn't be going like somewhere, not in Vegas. Well, unless they go play the Texans, but then obviously we're going to the Texans game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then on down more news. We got Waddle. He has a left joint. Uh, left joint practice with Atlanta uh, on Wednesday with a midsection injury. Uh, I haven't heard anything else on this so far since today is Thursday when we're recording. Uh, and this happened yesterday on Wednesday. He I haven't heard anything else. It's a midsection injury, so he should be okay. The Really the main things with uh, you know any any guy that's running around, which is all of them, um, <laughs> except, except for the quarterback, you would worry about uh, anything low body, so if it's if it's a thigh, hamstring, um, knee, uh, calf, ankle, something like that, that you really worry because that's something that's going to linger all season. Midsection, it can, um, but he he should be okay unless obviously he tore something. But I haven't heard him about touring, tearing anything. He could have just strained it and he's just got to rest and he'll be all right. Uh, watching the um, uh, the quarterback show on Netflix, like. Uh, I believe okay it was Kirk yeah it was Kirk where he he might have cracked a rib or he just bruised something it's gonna hurt but they can play through it, it yeah it, it's 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 when it when it hurt their legs and of course with the quarterback the upper body if they hurt their labrum or if they hurt a shoulder or their elbow or their wrist then yeah then then it's something to worry about but for a midsection I think he's, he's gonna be fine I haven't heard anything else about that uh, Rashad Bateman has been activated off the pup. He's in Baltimore. So that's good and bad. That helps Lamar. That means that they have more wide receiver weapons. If you were trusting in um, OBJ, that's uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, being that second wide receiver, now Rashad Baton's back. So he's going to be the lead wide receiver, most likely, unless you were trusting J- Zay Flowers to be that lead wide receiver. He's the rookie. Uh, he's probably going to be the third fiddle. And then move up to be that second fiddle toward the end of the season. OBJ, if he still has it, maybe. 
Um, he's going to be that second fiddle and may hold on to that second fiddle the whole season, but he's probably going to be moving down to that that third guy because he's 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 an older veteran wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins age, right around there. So he's we'll see. He's probably going to be that possession guy. He's not going to be making those superfluous one-handed catches that that everyone's be like, oh look, he still got it. Uh, he was in that in that Super Bowl with the Rams, helped them win that game in the first in the first quarter. Uh, granted, the game wasn't over in the first quarter, but he he hurt himself. Um, where did he get? I, I forget, but he hurt himself the first quarter. He was out. No, second quarter, and he was out for the rest of the game. But he he was he was blown up in that game. But that was two years ago. Yeah. All right. So that's all the news that we have. Uh, I'm sure more stuff is going on, but there's always stuff going on. Um, I, I, I've only watched a little bit of what's going on with, uh, the game with CJ Stroud, cause he's the starter in tonight's game with, uh, the Texans. Uh, some of the stuff that I've seen, he's looked pretty good. He hasn't looked too jittered, but it's, it's two stout defenses. And I say stout cause it's like some of the first team, a lot of second team, a lot of third team, but it's good defensive coaches that are making it hard on the semi first teams that are going out there. And Stroud hasn't looked too jittered. He's stayed in the pocket. He's tried to run, and he's looked like a rookie. But he hasn't looked like, oh, my God! <laughs> so I, I I think he's he's looked perfectly fine going up against Belichick, throwing what he's got going at him. Uh, and and that's, that's all you can really expect in the preseason. So he, he's looked good. Tank Dell looked good. He's got the only touchdown that I saw, uh, which was in the third quarter. Um... I believe it was in the third, where it was it was up for review because it was like right on the edge. But that, mm. that's that's what I've seen so far. All right, so on to the running backs. Now you could actually do the running back motion this time. Running back. Oh, that was that was loud. Yeah, that's all right. I we'll I can it. turn that down. Yeah, just turn turn it down. We don't have a producer back there. Just so right, you know, this like, is just me and Post just messing with levels and stuff. Their face and that, that that would require an actual producer like sitting back there and putting <laughs> stuff up there just you look at look watch me click things. <laughs> I'm the in the in recording can producer. We get, doing can we get some more uh, animation on the screen like <laughs> like on the news like just a bunch of <laughs> no no no, no, no. Like, so like like I, I I've seen I've seen the guys that record and they've got like a little producer cam. Do you have a producer cam with a little teddy bear in the corner? What's the producer game? Like it shows the producer. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's just like in the back. Like. Yeah. So like, so you 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 have you have us in the frame, right? But then in the corner, you have a producer cam, and sh- you actually see the producer, and they've got like all their screens up and all their knobs and doohickeys and oh, see, levels and stuff. But it, I could just put a teddy bear <laughs> just there in the corner. <laughs> For real, you should give him a helmet, make yeah. it theme related. And then, and, and I I just I just have him on a little like moving thing that moves his arms <laughs> like this. Right, some like real like just <laughs> neato film trick. They never would know it's fake. <laughs> Freaking turn into what's his name? Ah, I forgot it. That was probably really loud too. It's all right. The I'll, the I'll, evil I'll, guy from Pinocchio. Uh, become uh, well, I mean, it's not Geppetto. Geppetto's a good one. Who's the right. bad one? I know that's what I'm saying. I don't know from I, I, Donkey I, Island. <laughs> well, I, I I just remember I don't remember the thing's name, but of the new one, the new one from Guillermo del Toro. Oh and, no! And and, and and it's the big creepy like big sphinx thing. Too. 
No. Oh, no, Miss not Thing that Thing. No, yeah, I know, but that's the thing I remember. Oh, yeah. That movie was long. Yeah, and it was weird. Yeah. Okay, we got way off topic. Okay, we, 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 we need to talk <laughs> about actual football, man. All right, so. Now, people might not agree with me, but this is what I've got. These are what my numbers tell me, all right? I've got Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts down here at 20. Now, the reason I say that is because Jonathan Taylor is a very good running back. Jonathan Taylor, however, is also in contract disputes. He's still on his rookie contract. He's not like um, Saquon Barkley, who just signed his. He's not like uh, Josh Jacobs, who is not reporting to camp. He is not like... Um, Tony Pollard who signed his franchise tag he will next year be in those actual contract disputes but he is frustrated we already know that he's frustrated with the owner he's frustrated with Jim Irsay. he's got all that ha- that he's got to worry about but he's also got a running rookie quarterback so on top of having a running quarterback he's got a rookie quarterback who's going to run so all of this in mind is going to take away from his running work. It's going to take away from his goal line work. So it's going to push him down. A lot of people might say he should still be a top 10 running back. And when he's healthy, he should be. But he has all of this working against him. He got hurt at the end of last year. That hurt him. And then he's got all these other things that are working against him. So I've got him pushed down. He can work up. If you want to take the risk, go ahead. By all means, we all know he has the potential very much so to be the number one. He can catch the ball just fine. He's not Christian McCaffrey level. He's not Austin Eckler level. Yeah. But he can break away for a 99-yard run. He can break away for that 60-yard run. He can get that touchdown from all the way on the other end of the field. We all know that. It's just all that other stuff that's against him. That's the only thing. That's why I've got him down here. So... With that in mind, I've got him with 1,200 yards, so that's still good, but it's his touchdowns that are down. Six touchdowns. It's all going to be scalped, I believe, by his quarterback. That's what I've, that's what I've got him down there with. So with all that in mind, I, I've got still a good amount of yardage and just down on touchdowns. If he reaches those double-digit touchdowns, he's going to be up there. He's going to be perfectly fine, and he's going he's gonna to catch – a decent amount of balls. So I've got him with receiving work, 43 catches for only 220 yards. So he does some. He doesn't do enough. I don't project him to be able to catch enough because I don't project Anthony Richardson to be accurate enough to be able to dump off the ball enough to his running back. And this is me, even though I have Anthony Richardson up there, as I believe I had him as the number 10 quarterback. It, I don't trust him. I, I don't trust him to do enough with his weapons. It's all coming from him. It's all with him being able to rush for 800-plus yards and get those goal line um, touchdowns, and he's going to be scalping from all of his other players. Pretty good feeling. Yeah, that, that, that's my gut feeling. That, that's where I'm coming from with that. I could be wrong. And, and I hope I'm not. I know Jonathan Taylor is good. Jonathan Taylor did hurt me last year, but that was because he got injured. We'll see. That, that, that was not a skill thing. Not at all. <laughs> that, was, that was injury. Yeah. And we can't, we, you can't project an injury. This is projecting with what he's going to be able to do. Uh, this is projecting everybody 
healthy. And then obviously if we know that there's going to be uh, suspensions or something like that. Now next up, surprisingly, I have Devin Singletary. He is going to be the second running back in Houston. And I project that this running back room is going to be very good. The reason being because we know that Bobby Slowick, who is the new OC that is coming over with uh, D'Amico Ryans as a defensive head coach from San Francisco, they're both from San Francisco, is coming over with that Shanahan-style offense. He's not Kyle Shanahan. No one's Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan isn't Mike Shanahan, his dad. He's not um, uh, Gary Kubiak, who also learned from Mike Shanahan. And Kyle Shanahan learned under Gary Kubiak. They're all not the same, but they all have a similar feel. They all know how to use their running backs. They all know how to use the bootlegs. So their running backs are going to get theirs. Arian Foster was very, very good. So I believe that running backs in this system that are solid and can catch the ball, can do well out of the backfield, and Devin Singletary was a very good running back. It was a solid running back. He got all the work. He did very good in in the postseason for the Bills. Is going to do very well in this system along with um, Damian Pierce. So I've got him following right along with him, probably about a 45% to 55% split to help spell Damian Pierce because we know Damian Pierce is a very hard runner. He got the um, angriest run last season. That was for that was for a reason. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so I've got uh, Dave, Devin Singletary here with uh, some receiving work. So I've got him with uh, f- uh, 40 catches, for almost 300 yards, so about what I've got with Jonathan Taylor. So it, it's not it's not that it's bad. He gets some receiving work, so he's not that huge receiving back. And like I said, with Jonathan Taylor, he could do more, but unlike Devin Singletary, who's going to be split in the backfield, who could also do more if he was the lead back, but he's not going to be the lead back. The reason that they're so similar is because Jonathan Taylor, he's the lead back, but I don't see Anthony Richardson doing a lot with the lead back as far as throwing him the ball. I see him as he's going to hand the ball off rather than pass the ball to him. And then I've got Devin Singletary with uh, just 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. So they're pretty much neck and neck. And that again, that seems really odd because Jonathan Taylor is a lead back. Devin Singletary is not. But it's stealing all that touchdown work from Jonathan Taylor. It's it's the Anthony Richardson thing. He's probably going to be good for fantasy, but he could also be really, really bad. He throws a lot of interceptions. It's going to hurt you. But if he runs a lot, it's going to help you. It's can you deal with those boom and bust weeks? Especially if, like, every platform is going to allow, you can have negative points. It's possible. It's definitely can happen i've seen uh i can't remember his name big gold beard uh has he's retired now um fitzpatrick fitzmagic when he's on fitzpatrick and he must have had a a a horrible nickname i just can't remember it right now uh but he's had his six his six interception games where he gave you negative points and that can happen that's it's negative points against your team it doesn't just go to zero Unless your commission decides to put that in there. Uh, but that, that's just how I have it. 
and I feel like I'm just, you know, trying to defend myself, but that's what <laughs> the numbers that I have. Uh, this is where I, I slotted everybody when I, when I was doing uh, my numbers. Next up, I have DeAndre Swift, who went from Detroit to Philly. Uh, so Swift is also going to have a split backfield now that uh, Miles Sanders is gone. So he's got the split backfield with Rashad Penny. Now Kenneth Gainwell is still there. Boston Scott is still there. They're both good running backs, but they specifically brought in Penny and Swift. So I expect them to be the lead backs. That doesn't mean they're going to have all the work. They're probably going to have a good 80% of it with the other 20% split with the other guys, maybe up to 30%. And that just means that kind of a pick your poison. And whoever is going to take that lead is going to be a very good running back with some bust weeks because it all depends on how close they get to the goal line. And if they're close enough, that goal line touch with the touchdown is going to go to Jalen Hurts. And also the thing to worry about with with, uh, DeAndre Swift or Rashad Penny is the injury. It it is the injury history. They get hurt a lot. Yeah. Swifty done did me dirty. Yeah. But you also – well, you had Jamal Williams. Yeah. It's good when he's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it happens as gamble. Uh, and then right right above DeAndre Swift is back to Damian Pierce. So Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary, I do have right right next to each other because, like I said, 55%, 45% split is about right where they have them, right where I have them. Um, the the stats for Swift, because I, I, I forgot to give them out, is I've got Swift with only 825 rushing yards with six touchdowns, but I have him with a lot of receiving work. I've got DeAndre Swift with 400 yards of receiving work and two touchdowns. I was like, man, everybody's getting six. And then <laughs> here, we, here we go, the first two. Uh, well, no, this is receiving touchdowns. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I, uh, all the rushing touchdowns is right around six, and some of those guys start, uh, the higher-up guys start getting more. Right, right, right. Um, but then I have Damian Pierce back down with 250 receiving yards with no receiving touchdowns because he's not that big of a receiving touchdown back. He's more the rushing uh, rushing back, and I have him with 1,200 rushing yards. So I have him with more rushing yards than Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is more of the receiving back. So they'll they'll be swapping those roles a bit back and forth. Damian Pierce can do the receiving work. He's just, I don't think he's really that guy. Just by watching him and the way he runs, I think they're going to have more of that ground and pound guy. So if he's down by the goal line and they're close to the goal, the goal line, so if they're like within five, they're going to want to pound it in. If they're within 10 instead, they might want to bring in Singletary and have him be the receiving guy. Or they could just do both, and then they have a choice. Uh, let's see. Next up, I have David Montgomery. So he switched from Chicago, now is in Detroit. So he's filling in now for what DeAndre Swift was. So DeAndre Swift it was that bigger back that could catch. That's kind of what David Montgomery is. He's he's a short but stocky guy. Uh, I've got him with... Uh, only, uh, so I've got him with a thousand yards and ten touchdowns, based on based on how he was doing, uh, based on how I felt he could do and how he was doing from last year. On top of what Detroit was doing, so remember Detroit had Jamal Williams, so they were up by the goal line a lot and had a lot of rushing touchdowns. Now seventeen touchdowns, rushing touchdowns is a lot to have. I didn't give Jamal Williams that. 
I'm not going to give David Montgomery that, but it's got to be high. They're going to be up there a lot. They were a very good offense. I still think they're going to be a very good offense. I don't, I don't think they should have gotten rid of Jamal Williams, but they must have gone for David Montgomery for a reason. He's not a bad uh, running back. He's a very solid running back. He was always right around here every year without fail. If he was a guy you could always go go for in the middle rounds, maybe kind of in that running back dead zone where you could get him if you wanted to, but you could also wait on him. You could still get a wide receiver in that range, wait a couple rounds, still pick him up. Uh, let's see, I've got him with the receiving work. Same with most of these guys right around here. Uh, just above 200 yards, 220, with an extra two TDs. Next, I've got Najee Harris. Now, Najee Harris is a bit strange because Najee Harris was hurt last year. So I still am a bit iffy with him because Najee Harris continues to be really inefficient. So I still have him being inefficient, but the thing is with Pittsburgh, he's a lead back. You want a lead back. And Pittsburgh specifically likes to have and keep and use one running back. A lot of other teams will have a running back as a lead back, but still bring in other guys to spell them a lot. And very rarely, Pittsburgh will do that. They like to keep one guy. They had Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell was that guy. He was everything. Najee Harris is that guy. Everything. Unless he's hurt. So, with Najee Harris, he's inefficient, but his inefficiency is... It's a little bit of a red herring right now. At least it could be. Because he was hurt last year. He was hurt pretty much all of last year, but he played through it. So he could finish here, but he could also finish as an RB1. So right now, this is kind of me being wary. His rankings might change as the year goes on within the first few weeks. So I'm going to go ahead and keep him right here for now. Uh, He's going to do everything. He's still got 1,200 yards. He's got eight touchdowns. um, And his receiving work is just low. His receiving work is just 200 with only two touchdowns. So he could bring that up. I don't think he's going to have a lot of receiving touchdowns. It's all going to be the rushing, which is still good. It's just the receiving work might go up. Um, And let's see, he's got yards per attempt is right at four, which is kind of where you want it. And his, his inefficiency, he was down below four last year. So I think he could still bring it up. But I, if he's, a really good running back, he should have that closer to like four and a half. A good running back is at four. A really good running back is closer to like four and a half, four, five. So if if I go up to, say, Austin Eckler, 4.4. Christian McCaffrey, 4.8. Mondre Stevenson is amazing. He's at 4.9. All these guys are way up here. Decent guys at four. 4.4. Not too bad. Yeah. Basically mm-hmm. So his projections last year were under 4, but he was also hurt. So I think he could get up to 4, but if you want him to be really good, he should be closer to like 4.5. So I think that's where he's going to pick it up as well as get some of that receiving work up. He's just, like I said, he's been inefficient, but that's kind of been his MO. He's just had all the work. Uh, let's see. Now we go up to Javante Williams. So, Javante Williams in camp has been the talk of the town because he's been recovering much faster than was expected. He had um, ACL and MCL hurt, so he had a lot of stuff to recover from, but he's been recovering quite well, and it looks like he's going to be the dude. 
because we've seen what he can do. We saw him perform with, I can't remember his name right now, um, but we saw him re- re- perform in a committee and he was doing excellent. And then he got hurt. And now he's back, he's recovering, and if if everything goes according to plan with Sean Payton, he's going to be the dude. He's going to be that big back. He's going to be able to do everything. Sean Payton kind of prefers having two guys, a big guy and a pass-catching guy. But Javante Williams can do both if he needs to. He can be either one. So I've got him with uh, 1,100 yards, five touchdowns, and 310 yards of receiving with two touchdowns. So now these guys are getting above that 300-yard threshold of receiving. So like I said, they he can do... He can do both. Now, the next guy up is our first rookie that's up here. And he's going to be uh, our, our only rookie. Yeah, he's going to be our only rookie up here, which is Bijan. And everyone knows... Good, number 13. Yeah, he's going to be our only rookie that's up here because he's also going to be the top pick in our rookie draft in Dynasty. Uh, people are, are drafting him ADP-wise. First pick. Um... Well, first pick in our dynasty drafts. As far as redraft leagues, they're drafting him end of the first round, probably not past the middle of the second. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, because the, young blood. the the Falcons drafted him at pick eight, I believe. Yeah. So they're planning on using him. The Falcons love to run. Falcons, even if they're losing, they're going to run the ball. They don't give a damn. They're going to run they the ball. No, 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 they run. Arthur Smith just wants to run. Run, run, run. Only run. So, uh, with what he did in college, that's what I projected him to basically do at about 75% because he's now facing professionals, obviously. So, even with that, he's still going to be amazing. He can easily, because he's at 13, he can easily go up to that that RB1 range. Going up to, like, the top five guys, I... That's that 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 would be nuts. It yeah. w- it would be nuts. But they right now they have him in training camp all over the field. They have yeah they have him as a running back. They have him as a wide receiver. They have him uh, in the slot. They have him out wide. They have him doing everything. Yeah. the the only the only limiting factor is that quarterback is terrible, <laughs> and he needs to pick it up. Like if if you watch this quarterback throw to one of the most ec- athletic tight ends that the NFL has ever seen. He shortchanges him like terribly. So it's if if you watch this pass, it's um, it's Kyle Pitts who uh, is 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 coming out of the slot, fears left, beats his defender by a mile, and Desmond Ritter tries to pass him the ball instead of putting the ball over here, passes the ball over here. And then Kyle Pitts has to do his best to reach back here as he's running this way to catch the ball. Did he catch it? No. He he got his hands on it, but his his legs just kept moving, and he's just like, nope, nope, couldn't get it. Uh, yeah, it's that that's that's the only limiting could have factor. Been like an interception right there. Like, no, 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 because the defender was like that far behind. Oh, it, it, it was. I thought you were just like, yeah, he got a, like away from. Him no, no, that, it, like, no. He was like way, 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 way dang. from the defender. So yeah, so that, that's that's the only limiting factor with Bijan is is his quarterback, and and if weakest link, 
and, and just with how good the, the top end running backs are. Uh, so at Bijan, I've got him at 4.4 yards per attempt, uh, 1,200 yards of rushing, eight touchdowns, 300 yards receiving, and three touchdowns. So he's good. He could definitely do more uh, because I have him with 270 attempts. So that that's how he that's how he's got with um, the 4.4 yards uh, per attempt. 270 attempts is a lot. That means he's he's gotten everything. No, that's um, a beast right there. Yeah, they they have they have all like they they have all the running backs to use, but that's them trusting Bijan to just take everything. Almost everything. Because they've got Ty Argier, who was good last year. They've got Cordero Patterson, who's also a gadget guy. Um, Caleb Huntley, Avery Williams, which are not much much of anything. Mm-hmm. I, I've got Ty Algier, who I gave 160 carries to. Cordero Patterson, I gave 100. And Caleb Huntley, I gave 80. And that's just because they run a lot. Like, them, them all this together is... 535 rushes. Well, sorry. I didn't get the 80 in there. 615 rushes. That sounds like a lot. But like I said, they rush all the time. Even if they're losing, they're going to rush the ball. If if they could rush for three downs and then punt, or maybe rush four downs, they, they probably would. They, they, they've, they'll they do it. They rush all the, all the time. So it is definitely possible for Bijan to get that much. Nice. And that that's why I was willing to give him 275 carries. They they picked him that high for a reason. They are going to use him. Okay, so next up, I have got James Conner from Arizona because even though he's getting older, he's not as efficient as he once was. He's still good. I still have his efficiency above four. And mainly because... They're still going to rush him from inside the red zone. He's still going to get his red zone um, uh, touchdowns, all of that. Because, yes, Kyler Murray can do it, but Kyler Murray's not going to be there the whole time. Kyler Murray is still hurt. James Conner's still a beast. They know how to use him, uh, even though it's a new offense. But they know what they've got with him. Even though he was hurt last season, as soon as he came back, he was still the same old James Conner. So he's going to get his. You don't need to worry about him. I've got it just over 1,000 yards with eight touchdowns, and then I've got him with 350 receiving uh, uh, receptions and uh, two touchdowns. So he's going to be perfectly fine. He's not a guy that, that is going to give you a lot of boom weeks. Um, he'll give you some, but I think he's got a very safe floor. He's not going to be that guy that's going to give you 30 points, 25 points. Might give you 20-plus. But he's got a safe floor of like 10. Now, Brees Hall is right in this RB1 range. Can definitely get into that top five. Bijan, we don't know exactly what he is. Possibly he can get up there. We know what Brees Hall is. We saw what he did. He was on a tear and could have possibly gotten to that top one. He could easily have gotten to the top five. We saw what he was able to do. We just need to wait for him to heal. That's it. I still have him healing. I've got him at 15 games instead of a full 17. But still, I have him at over 1,100 yards. I have him with nine touchdowns, 450 receptions, and another three. 
this is on his low end as an, <laughs> as as uh running back 11 at running back 12 right in this range this is his low end top 5 is his high end Poss- possibly a uh, top 1 like the number 1 running back it's iffy just because we have some really good running backs and it would probably take an injury but he could do it he really really could He's got Aaron Rodgers, who supported, um, uh, not not Joe Mixon, um, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. There we go. Uh, supported AJ Dillon. He supported two good running backs. He supported uh, a wide receiver. Supported a bunch of top end guys. He, he's got a quarterback that can support top guys, and doesn't only support one top guy. He can support multiple top guys. So he's got a quarterback that can do that. Brees Hall, definitely. And with him being this low, I think ADP has him right around this range to where you could get him in the third or fourth round and you don't have to spend up like you do with Bijan. Because Bijan's going to be good, but Brees Hall is hurt and you might have to wait a few games with him on your bench, but he's going to be just fine. Now, next up, we have our top 10. This is Joe Mixon. Uh, Joe Mixon, for me, he's he's not going to give you those boom games. So just like James Conner, he's not going to have those boom games, but he's going to have you that very safe floor. You might get that boom game like he had that crazy five-touchdown game. I, I just don't see it happening. I don't, I don't ever draft Joe Mixon just because I don't trust Joe Mixon. <laughs> and it's not like a moral thing. I just, I don't, for whatever reason, I just don't. I don't trust Joe Mixon to do anything for me. I think it's just because I want those boom games. That's like, I really want those boom it's games. From, yeah, I, I want those boom games from a running back. Uh, but Joe Mixon, he's just going to be that solid guy that'll, that'll give you a floor of 10 to 12 points um, and give you, but every once in a while, I'll give you like those 20-point games. When you really, really want those 30-point games, but you're probably not ever going to get them. Uh, but he's good. He's that guy that is a good as a running back two or running back three on your team. Probably running back two with him being this high. But uh, it's just to keep uh, a good holding spot on your roster. Just to be like, yeah, uh, I can put this other guy that I know can give me my boom weeks, but at least I've got this guy that'll give me 10 points every week. <laughs> at least I got this guy. Um but I've got him with uh, 940 rushing yards. So he he, I, he could still get a thousand. I, I think he could. But I've got him 940, eight touchdowns. Still with getting some receiving work. He does do a lot of receiving work. He's got Joe Burrow there, who's w- definitely willing to dump it off to him. Uh, with another three touchdowns. Uh, then we got Nick Chubb, who is like strictly a running quarterback, uh, running rushing back. Like he's not he's not the guy that's going to catch a lot of balls. And I don't trust Deshaun Watson. <laughs> He's, I've said this plenty of times. I watched him play live. I was there. He was crap. You might believe he's going to pick it up. Industry guys, some of them believe he's going to pick it up. I do not. I watched him play, and it was terrible. <laughs> Just like some people might say that Zach Wilson from the Jets, that quarterback who now they have Aaron Rodgers, uh, is going to pick it up. But if you watched Zach Wilson play football, nope. <laughs> like, once once that confidence is shot, it's gone. Nope. Like, no matter how well you played before, yeah. once your confidence starts to leave, 
it's just gone. It, it it looked it was terrible. Like wide open guys, and he's throwing five feet in front of them at their feet, and it's yeah, it's bad. But that's just me. Nick Chubb has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. You hand yeah. the ball to Nick Chubb, he's gonna he's gonna do his thing. But He'll be perfectly fine. Uh, so maybe. yeah. Uh, then next up, we got Saquon Barkley with uh, Saquon. uh budget uh, Josh Allen. So. You don't have to worry about budget Josh Allen because he's just budget Josh Allen. He's not trying to be anything else. But Saquon Barkley, he's got his little mini bag, and he's still going to be Saquon Barkley of old. So he was hurt for those two years. He's back. He's doing his thing. He was good last year. He's going to be good this year. He's got 1,400 yards, 4.4 per carry, 10 touchdowns, and 350 yards. Uh, He can get receiving touchdowns. I don't have him with any, but... I don't see a reason why he's not going to have receiving touchdowns. He's a good receiving back. He can receive at the goal line, but he can also run it in really well. He swings out of the backfield. He can cut around the corners. He can cut around the edge of the line. He's going to be able to do everything. He can easily get in this top five. But any one of these guys from this point on can get into this top five. Uh, Next up, I have Josh Jacobs. Now, Josh Jacobs, yes, I... Like I just said, he can get into the top five. Any one of these guys can. He just has to get onto the practice field. He has to get into the training camp. He has mm-hmm. to start practicing. It's just iffy. What is he going to do? He has to sign his franchise tag. Or is he going to get traded? That's the iffy part. No one knows what's going to happen. But this is all banking on he's going to play 17 games. I haven't adjusted rankings, but this is him playing 17 games with the Raiders. With Jimmy G, with Devontae Adams, with the other weapons they have on the field, with Josh McDaniels, because they know how Josh McDaniels should know how to use Josh Jacobs because he did last year and he was fantastic. So, this is going off of what he did last year for the Raiders. Keep that in mind. So, I've got him with 1,400 yards, 4.4 per carry, 10 touchdowns, 350 receiving yards, and no receiving touchdowns. Uh, sorry, uh, one receiving touchdown. So he he does receive the ball. Doesn't do a lot of receiving touchdowns. Saquon Barkley um, doesn't do. He does do receiving touchdowns. I think he could he could get those. Josh Jacobs, I see, is more of the ground and pound back to where he wouldn't do as much of that. Even though I have them right around the same um, rushing yards, I see Saquon as more of the receiving back. Even though I have them. Uh, pretty close, surprisingly. It's just I, I personally don't see uh, Josh Jacobs as he's going to be the guy that's going to get the receiving touchdowns more often as 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 he's going to want to do that. With Jimmy G, it might be just a thing. I think I think mainly it's because I see Josh Daniels as uh, sorry, not Josh Daniels. Um, uh, as budget Josh Allen is going to want to dump the ball off near the goal line to get that touchdown because it, it's going to benefit both of them. But Josh Jacobs had Derek Carr, who's not really going to want to do that dump off of the goal line. He's gonna He was going to want to do that with Devontae Adams because he had that there. But now you have Jimmy G. So it's possible that Josh Jacobs uh, might get those dump offs. So I could be wrong. But at least what I have is that Saquon I didn't have with any of the receiving work uh, touchdown-wise, but I did have with Josh Jacobs. So we'll see. They'll still probably be pretty close like I had them here in the rankings. Next up is Aaron Jones. I've got Aaron Jones with 1,300 yards, 
uh, 5.2 per carry because he is very efficient with his rushing yards. Uh, then three touchdowns and 500 receiving yards and six receiving touchdowns. So he is very efficient. He has always been efficient. Now, the thing to keep in mind is that Aaron Jones does have Jordan Love. He was very, very good with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. But him getting a new QB as a running back, I didn't see that as um, something to hinder him. That's a boon. The thing to remember, if a good running back is now getting a worse QB, and I say worse, Jordan Love has experience. He's been in the NFL now. He's not like Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is a rookie QB that doesn't know what he's doing. He's also a very a, a terrible accuracy-wise quarterback. <laughs> I, I, I've been saying this over and over. I don't trust Anthony Richardson. I just I, I don't. I can't. Like, super athleticism can only get you so far. And I don't see that as talent. That's just you were really good at the combine. Whoop-dee-doo. You were bad in college. <laughs> like, he's got three highlight runs. Yay? Uh, all the other quarterbacks have other highlight stuff to show. Well, the, the other two quarterbacks. It was C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. They have the highlights to show. Like, they should have been drafted that high. Um, they have the tape to prove it. Um, but anyway, uh, Jordan Love has has the has the history. He he learned under Aaron Rodgers, so he's not Aaron Rodgers. But what is a quarterback that is mediocre? What is he going to do? He's going to trust his running back, hand in the ball, dump him, dump the ball off to him. And make him do the work. What does a dump off do? It's a short pass that's going to give you a point, And it's going to give you yards. He's efficient. He's efficient with his runs. With the 5.2. Uh, right? What did I give him? 5.2 per carry. And he's efficient when he's got his receptions. Which um, I've got him 6.25 yards per reception. Which means he's getting a lot of dump offs. So that's why he's up so high. He's would still be right around this range, even yeah, probably a bit lower, even with Aaron Rodgers having been there. Because Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to give him that much work, but Aaron Rodgers still gave him a good amount of work. Probably not as many dump-offs, so he probably would have had a higher yards per reception just because he was going to throw him the ball farther away. He didn't need to dump the ball off. He was going to hand the ball off when it needed to be and then throw him the ball because he was going to get him down the field. So, next up, we've got Tony Pollard from Dallas, uh, who obviously lost Ezekiel Elliott, who has not been signed yet. And we know that Tony Pollard is very efficient. Tony Pollard is at five yards per carry, so he's nearly up there with Aaron Jones. I've got him with 1,250 yards, nine touchdowns, 550 receptions, and another five touchdowns. So... As we talked about before, we just need McCarthy to not have his head up his butt. Kind of. Because this is the running back. He wants to run the ball more. He wants to rest his defense. This is good for Tony Pollard. Yes and no, because he's also receiving back. 
we just need to make sure that he do, that Tony Pollard can take all of the extra work that's going to be put on him. This is projecting what he was able to do with Zeke on the field. Because Tony Pollard has no competition now. The competition was splitting the backfield with Zeke. But that was a good thing because you didn't wear out Tony Pollard. So I'm trusting that Tony Pollard can take the workload. We'll see, and he'll look good for the first month or two. But we won't notice if he can take it or not until the end of the year. Because the amount of carries that I gave him was a full workload. It was 250. Well, that's not even a full workload. So I actually like split it up a little bit. A full workload would have been 300 plus. So that's closer to like what Bijan's getting. But I think Bijan is a bit of a bigger back than Tony Pollard. But Tony Pollard is is kind of a big guy. He's not um what's his name? Deuce. Deuce, if you watch Deuce is the running back that they drafted where dad's like a operations manager or something like that. He's tiny. You watch him on the field, he's it's hilarious. <laughs> He's it's like me on the field. Like if 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 I, if I were to put on pads and a helmet and run around with the Dallas Cowboys, that's really? what it looks like. Tony? Yeah, that's what, that's what it looks like. Uh, all right. So next up, I've got Alexander Madison, who also lost the lead back to free agency, and that he lost Dalvin Cook. So this is again trusting that they're going to be able to take the full workload. I gave Alexander Madison three hundred. So with 300, that's also um, 1250. The reason the reason that I have Madison with that many carries is because I was expecting him to get this many yards, but to keep him at the type of efficiency that he had, which is lower than Tony Pollard, he had to have that many carries, and I have him at just over four yards per carry. So it's still a good running back, but it's not nearly as efficient as Tony Pollard. Uh, I do have him with slightly more touchdowns, 10. And he's still a decent receiving back. I have him with 600 yards with another three. So it's still good. He's still a very good running back. He might not get up to 300 carries because that's still a lot of carries. But I I was expecting him to get right around 1,250 yards. That's why I have him right around there. And again, he doesn't really have competition. He's very good. And when Dalvin Cook wasn't there, he was excellent. If you ever had him and you were able to pick him up, off the waiver wire whenever Dalvin Cook went down and you knew Dalvin Cook went down and you were able to get him off and you were able to get him on Tuesday or you happen to have or you happen to be holding him as your handcuff to Dalvin Cook or you happen to just be holding on to him because you knew Dalvin Cook was going to miss three games at least a year you were majorly satisfied uh now Ramondre Stevenson almost the same thing because Damian Harris wasn't Dalvin Cook Damian Harris was not Ezekiel Elliott but Ramondre Stevenson was fantastic and now also has no competition. So these three guys right here, no competition. They're taking over. They're the lead role. The only scary part with Ramondre Stevenson is he's a Patriot. And for years, you never wanted to draft a Patriot running back because Patriot running backs, you could never trust Bill Belichick to to let you know who the lead back was going to be. So you'd be like, oh, I want running back A, and then running back B was the lead back. I want running back C, and then running back A was the lead back. And you're like, ah, Belichick, you shenanigans. Patriots. 
But Ramondre Stevenson is definitely going to be the lead back. He's he's got no competition. He's the best guy that they have. Uh, so I've got him projected with fourteen forty uh, uh, rushing yards and twelve TDs, four point nine yards because he's awesome. And then I've got him with four hundred receiving yards and another three touchdowns. He's one of those guys that can have a breakaway run, just like Tony Pollard. Breakaway thirty yards. Breakaway 40 yards. He can do that. Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Alexander Madison can kind of do that. He's more of that 20, maybe 30 yard breakaway guy. Now, top two guys here. This was surprising. And every time I look at him, I'm like, did I get this right? <laughs> because everyone expects Christian McCaffrey to be my top guy. And he's not. He's my second guy. Now, obviously, Christian McCaffrey can be number one but I have Austin Eckler as my number one based on how my numbers turned out because I expect the guy who left Dallas, the OC, uh, Kellen Moore, to do great things with Justin Herbert, with uh, Keenan Allen, with uh, Mike Williams, with the rookie wide receiver that they picked up, with Austin Eckler and just blow everything up like good good wise not destroy it <laughs> to to for to that for that offense to just be great and i think that's why the numbers came out the way they did for christian mccaffrey to just be slightly under austin eckler as far as their um their scoring overall average is less than 20 points apart so uh, so i've got these two less than 20 points apart and then then even Ramondre Stevenson, I've only got thirty points from Christian McCaffrey. So all these guys are pretty close. It's it it's just it is it is what it is. The every uh, with these guys being so close, that's a difference of a couple touchdowns and a few big runs. It's it's not much at all. It's just who do you expect to give you those difference making weeks? So I've got Christian McCaffrey. Coming up with 1,200 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns and 4.8 yards per carry. I've got him with 825 receiving yards and 5 TDs. That's not much different than Austin Eckler with 1,000 rushing yards, 14 TDs, um, 750 yards receiving, and 6 TDs. Now, uh, the big difference, this is this is where it, it kicks off, is because if it is PPR, it comes out with 85 receptions for Christian McCaffrey and 110 receptions for Eckler. Because Austin Eckler is, as, you, as, as I said, 200 yards less rushing, but he's got that extra 35 receptions. That's a big difference. If it's full PPR, there's an extra 35 points. So that makes up the difference that I came up with. So, at least for me, now that I've got my full rankings out, it's going to be a really, really hard decision to figure out if I'm on the clock and I've got both Eckler and Christian McCaffrey, who do I want? <laughs> and honestly, I I don't know. Because they're, I have Austin Eckler on my dynasty team. You do? Yeah. 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 I, 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 I debated 
I debated trading him away just to try to get no, no, not not because he's bad. Right, just the, to the, get more good. Yeah, just ju- just to get just to get um more more value. Just the same way like I was debating getting rid of Cooper Cup. On my dynasty team, I've got Cooper Cup. I've got Austin Eckler. I've got Drake London. I've got um, Jamar Chase. So I'm loaded. (laughs) But I've debated getting rid of some of my higher-end players so that I'm not holding the bag two years from now. Now, Jamar Chase is going to be fine, but Cooper Cup, Austin Eckler... I don't know how much longer those guys are going to last. Austin Eckler's not hurt right now. Cooper Cup is. Right. Drake London's a rookie and he's got a terrible quarterback. So, it's yeah, that that that's that's the tough thing with dynasties. You got to figure out do I want to hold on to this player until the wheels fall off or while he's still like, while he's still huh, good, do good. I want to get mm. some assets for him? So it's tough. You got Christian McCaffrey and Christian McCaffrey had two hard years two or three hard years to where you got half a year out of him. Now he's fantastic. And now he's got, he's got Kyle Shanahan who knows how to use his running backs rather than just running them into a wall over and over and over again. It's, it's, it's iffy then, but that's the fun thing about dynasty is you're a general manager. So you gotta, I was going to say, yeah, that's the whole thing just boils back down to, it's like, it's gambling. It's like, what do you want to do? You call the shot. Like, ah, no one to blame by yourself, (laughs) but it's fun. That's like the whole, the whole deal. I think I'd stick with Christian. Well, like I said, I, I I I don't I don't know if if I would. I mean, I I would I would want to, and and maybe what adjusted my projections for this one is because he was on two separate teams last year. My projections came off of what they did last year, and with Christian McCaffrey, the projections were telling me off of what he did last year. This is what he's gonna do this year, but he was so much better with. San Francisco, but he also had up and down games with San Francisco. Austin Eckler was only bad the first four weeks of the season, and then he was great. He saw dang, yeah. So it, it's that that that's what's what's hard with the rankings is no. it, yeah. It, 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 all all of the, the fantasy heads are going to say, oh, it's Christian McCaffrey. It's Christian McCaffrey. It's always going to be Christian McCaffrey. But I've drafted I've drafted Christian McCaffrey early in the season and then been burned <laughs> it's just and then ha- and then had to deal with the, the fallout yeah but it, like like you were just saying it, it's a gamble it's it's, a gamble. it's, it's, it's just like, tough ah, who are you gonna be true to be like i have faith i believe i believe in you and then he <laughs> lets you down and you're like crap oh my gosh <laughs> uh well, all right, so let's let's go through this one through twenty. Uh, I've got Austin Eckler, like I said, still surprising as as the one, but it's not it's not far off from Christian McCaffrey. Austin Eckler, number one, Christian McCaffrey, Ramondre Stevenson, Alexander Madison, Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon at ten, then Brees Hall, James Conner, Bijan Robinson, Javante Williams, Najee Harris, David Montgomery, Damian Pierce, 
DeAndre Swift, Devin Singletary, and Jonathan Taylor to finish it out at 20. So how do you feel now that you've you've gone through the, the top 20 names? I mean, I've got some of these other ones down here, which yeah. you've heard before, so like Miles Sanders, right. Travis Etienne, uh, Raheem Mostert, Jamal Williams, your guy down yeah, there, Jamal, Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. Feeling, it's feeling better, like always, you know, just like a bit better, not like drastically better. It should be drastically better, but just. I mean, we're getting there. You, how, you, yeah. You, we, we, we still we still have a, a month before the draft. Yeah, I feel like it'll be a lot better once that I think like the draft happens, like afterwards, like once we start getting in the game. It's like, oh, man, seeing it actually on TV. Um I don't know. It's just like do better just being thrown out in there. Like once we start swimming instead of talking about it. Mm. But uh, this, no, this is always good. Um, it's, it's nice to see some of the guys on there in like the top 20, like Swift. And it is helpful. I just want it to happen already. Like, uh, yeah. I'm ready to just let's just no. When what once the, once the se- once the season ends, I'm just like, let's can the new pick. season start? Yeah, already? exactly. I'm like, can, can it go? Yeah, I'm just like ready to go. I'm like, I'm gonna get this guy, get this guy, get this guy. Do not get that guy. Um, pick defense first, kickers. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, go. <laughs> you you go ahead and do that because no one else will. <laughs> and and you'll 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 leave it open for us to get the, the <laughs> wide receivers the, and running yeah, backs. Yeah, uh, all the cream of the crop. <laughs> and Gotta the, give as much and, of and, a and, handicap and, as I can. And and we'll and we'll all <laughs> hear week. it. What the? Yeah. <laughs> oh dang! Dave's winning. We shouldn't have let him get the best defense. <laughs> Whoever that is. Uh. Well. We and and, and also. Uh, the the miners has now officially been opened. We just need to get uh one one more team to Who make it. Who was that last person? That that is uh Brian's wife. Yep. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. We just need to get one more team, uh, because uh we just because we have the two slots open and uh the other one that needs to jump in is uh Jacob. No, Caleb. Loki. Yeah. I thought he did, but no. No, no and we can make sure he does it this weekend. He just needs to jump in there, but they need to ask if Jacob wants to play. Jake, this I, I, I already asked a- uh, Aiden, and yeah. he and he said he'll ask Jacob. Oh, okay. Nice. Then yeah, still blows my mind that the Rivera's are in it. Well, uh, well, I guess I keep forgetting that Evans not really into. I don't know. I just I don't. I just I, feel I, like I, I thought all of them I, were I, all into football. Well, well, yeah, I, I can ask them, but when I've asked Anthony, they're like, uh, I I can't concentrate on. I need, yeah, to, concentrate on. Like, I, I need to. I no, no, it's just I, I need to concentrate on real football. Yeah, <laughs> real, real football. All right. Well, I, I think I think we've been running on long here. Yes. You, you're good. Good. You feel you feeling confident and. Confident in in squidgy. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say heavy was squidgy. <laughs> it matches if you feel uh, yeah. if you feel heavy and squidgy. Heavy in my head, be like, well, all this knowledge. It's making me sleepy. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. It's gone on too long. And that has been in fantasy football with the commish and the rookie. (laughs) All right. Peace out, ballers. (laughs) (laughs) What? Hey, what's up, football peoples? It's Tony, your friendly neighborhood commissioner, and you've reached the end of another episode of the commish podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Getting your weekly dose of fantasy football goodness, stats, rankings, and whatever else is going on in the football world. If you did enjoy it, please consider supporting us for only a dollar a week at patreon.com slash the commish podcast. It'd be a great help. And any patrons that we get, will get a shout out here on the commish podcast. Once again, thanks for listening.